Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Imagine going shopping with your infant twins in tow. You notice that at every turn, strangers seem to watch in awe and find your twins irresistible. And then the comments begin. Are those twins? Do twins run in your family? This is just the beginning of what seems like a constant barrage of unwelcome comments heard while going out in public. Today's expert is Dagmara Scalise, author of Twin Sense, and she's here to discuss how twin parents can deal with annoying questions people tend to ask about twins. This is Twin Talks, episode number three. The ultrasound shows your babies to be healthy. What? Did you say babies? You're huge. Are you having twins? Are they natural? Which one do you like better? Twins, huh? My neighbor's cousin's brother's uncle's a twin. So can they read each other's minds? How do you tell them apart? Twins? You got a two for one. Do twins run in your family? Double trouble. You're not having any more, are you? At least you're not Octomom. If you're pregnant with twins or you're an experienced twin parent, odds are you've heard it all before. Now it's time to hear from the experts. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. Welcome to Twin Talks, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Twin Talks is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for expecting and new parents of twins. I'm your host, Christine Stewart-Fitzgerald. Have you heard about the Twin Talks Club? Our members get bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discounts. Subscribe to the monthly Twin Talks newsletter and learn about the latest episodes available. And another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free Twin Talks app available in the Android and iTunes marketplace. To uh, start things off, let's uh, just get a little bit of information about guests are here in the show. And we've got Sunny, our producer. Not only is she our producer, but she's also... (laughs) (laughs) I'm also, uh, I'm a mama myself. Um, I'm actually pregnant right now with identical twin girls. So um, I I have yet to experience the barrage of questions that we talked about in the intro. But um, I'm sure they are coming my way. And I'm really excited to kind of gear up my arsenal so I know how to respond to these. Um, But yeah, so uh, twins are on the way. I do have two little boys already. I have a three-year-old named Sayer, and I have a 15-month-old named Urban. And um, yeah, so when we found out we were having girls, we were like, yay, we even the score, two and two. Super exciting. And uh, yeah, lots to learn, though. So I I feel like I'm a rookie in all this. Great, yes. And then on the phone, we have our expert, uh, Dagmar Scalise. Now, she's a Chicago-based writer, and she's the parent of three children, including twins. Uh, maybe you can tell us about your family. Great. Well, I'm thrilled to be here. So my twins are now, believe it or not, over eight years old. Um, and I have had clearly way more experience um, having twins than I ever thought possible. Um, I can't believe they're actually eight years old and I have an older daughter who is nearly 10. So my singleton daughter is um, a little over two years older than my twins. And uh, frankly, when we came home from the hospital and I walked up the stairs and I saw three cribs in my house, (laughs) I practically passed out and thought, this is a nursery. (laughs) 
<laughs> multiple kids, the same, all, so close in age oh and gosh, all in diapers yeah. probably at the same time. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Um, and for myself, I've got um, identical twin girls who are almost four, and um, they're they're a lot of fun, I gotta say. And then uh, we we decided we want to go for another one. Thought we'd try for a boy. Got another girl, and she is about ten months. <laughs> so um, I, I I'm having fun in being the twin mom, but also being kind of the, the new mom with a baby again. So oh, yeah. it's, it's it's a fun having a handful. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today we have a special segment that we call Twin Oops, and it's where our listeners call in on our voicemail and leave uh, funny stories about uh, their twin experience. And you can also put a message on our Facebook account. And if you're interested in doing that, you can call us at 619-866-4775. And uh, today we've got a note from Rebecca in North Carolina, and um, she writes, well, my hubby and I have been together for 13 years. But we didn't tie the knot until after the boys were born. So we're headed all the way for the beach for the ceremony, and I could hear Max pooping on the way. Ugh, I figured it would just be, you know, change him quickly. And when we got there, and it was no big deal. Well, apparently Max decided to take the biggest poop of his life that day, and none of the poop stayed in his diaper. It was all up his back and through his clothes, and it was so bad, we had to literally bathe him with wipes. And the, the wedding party was just all standing around the car, just laughing hysterically. So we threw the onesie away. I mean, it was so gross. And there was just no use in trying to save it. And because I foolishly did not pack an extra set of clothes, uh, duh, he had to be wrapped in a blanket for the entire ceremony. Someone was smart enough to snap a picture of the event so we can tease him endlessly in the future. <laughs> So uh, today's topic is dealing with annoying questions about your twins. And today we're talking with Dagmara Scalise, who is going to give us some insights and snappy comebacks to those annoying and invasive comments and questions that twin parents hear so often. So thanks for joining us, Dagmara. Oh, pleasure to be here. Thank you. So, you know, since you are the twin mom, and I know you wrote your book out of experience. So what are some of those odd questions and comments that that pregnant twin moms um, should prepare themselves for? And then how do you respond to them? Well, so really, they, they sort of seem to center around three topics. Um, one is weight gain, um, <laughs> another is belly size, and then it's really about method of conception, right? So if you think about it, weight gain is all about, my God, you are huge, which is less of a question and more of um, a very astute observation. Um or belly size, as in um, when you were six months pregnant, um, you'll get somebody, let's say, at the cash register at the store, um, you're visiting, saying, are you about to give birth? Because you were enormous. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's a lot of those. And then my favorite, of course, is how did you happen to have twins? Did you use fertility treatment? So really sort of invasive questions or things that would strike you as potentially 
um, offensive, um, but at some point you are really thinking, this is so ridiculous, it is hilarious. So, <laughs> so you kind of have to see the humor in it. Um, and in terms of how you uh, really respond to them, I mean, obviously to some degree it will depend on your personality, but I really feel like developing a thick skin and mm-hmm. just anticipating these questions are going to come um, is probably your best um, defense. Mm-hmm. It's not so much that a that a um, good offense is a good defense because you don't necessarily want to engage with somebody who is telling you things that are just sort of off the wall. But um, <laughs> yeah. realizing that you're going to um, get these questions and sort of sort of taking it as um, as just one more sort of element of your pregnancy is probably the best attitude you can have. That's not to say you can't make snappy comebacks, Mm -hmm. Uh, not at all, but just kind of being prepared for it is Mm -hmm. is probably going to serve you well. Just knowing that people think, oh my gosh, you're, you're so huge. You're, you're bigger than the other pregnant mamas they've ever seen. Yeah. So they, they, it seems like they almost feel like they have to make some comment about the, girth. Well, I don't know that they see, you know, usually we become a little bit more recluse the later in our pregnancies we are. So if you're a twin mama, if you're pregnant with twins, you you don't have the luxury of staying in your house for the last three months, whatever, right? So you have to venture in public, most of us. And so I don't think people are just used to seeing someone of that size. I think that's part of it. And then I feel like they kind of, I mean, I, I mean, this is actually a question for Dagmar. I mean, what, what do you think gives people that... Uh, freedom, if you will, to just say silly stuff that they probably wouldn't say to other people, but for some reason it's okay to say to twin parents. <laughs> well, well, that's the crazy thing, right? Because coming at it now, um, several years after the fact, I can kind of get into the head of people who, um, who really surprised me when I was pregnant. So, you know, I think where people are really coming from is a sense of wanting to connect Mm. with um, with the mom, right, mm-hmm. and just kind of make an observation. But in some cases, you know, you had mentioned, Sunny, I believe, um, that you, you know, can't have the luxury of, of staying in um, in your later stages uh, mm-hmm. of, of pregnancy. But to some degree, pregnant, uh, if you're pregnant with twins, you're actually um, bigger earlier in your pregnancy. And I yeah. think that shocks people. I think literally people are just like taken aback by the fact that you look large. And <laughs> yeah. so they like they have like the stupid button that sort of comes out and you know, they blurt stuff. And it's not that they're necessarily mean spirited, it's just that I think they're disarmed by by seeing someone and they feel like they really want to connect. Like what else are you gonna say to somebody? You know, they figure like, I see your enormous belly coming at me, so I'm gonna comment on it. And in the meantime, you are just kind of like cringing on the inside. Yeah. So it's um it's it's well meant for the most part, I feel, but it is very intrusive. Oh, yeah. You know, now it's it's funny. I mean, now I had the experience that um, I wasn't that big. I, I gained like about 40 pounds okay. and like people said I hit it well. So I didn't have so many comments. But, you know, I did consider um, going out and I know there's like a number of really cute T-shirts out there uh-huh. that sort of announce, okay, these are twins, you know, they're girls. And it just, I think I saw a shirt that sort of answered all the questions. You know? <laughs> so people are passing you by. They don't yeah. need to talk to you. They just read your shirt. <laughs> Here it is. Just get it out there. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, the, the question that amazes me is how you arrived at this point. You know what I mean? Like the fertility treatments or something like that. Like that is not something that you would normally say to somebody. Like if, if you if you thought it was just one baby, you wouldn't be saying something like that, you know, but suddenly it gives them the, you know, they think they've got the right to do that. I just don't get that. Yes. Yeah, well, absolutely. It, it does feel like because... Um, Individuals who learn that you're pregnant with twins feel like they have this license to to <laughs> yeah. quiz you about your most personal, intimate details. Um, and I just don't think that people literally realize what is coming out of their mouths. I mean, to some degree, I feel like that there is certainly a level of curiosity. You know, d- despite the sense that um, twins are everywhere, it's still pretty rare in the general population. Um, in fact, it seems like to be more common to have, you know, a mom with a single baby who is an only child as opposed to the mom who has multiples. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people are so um, sort of overwhelmed by that idea and they don't necessarily see themselves as being able to interact um, or being able to kind of manage that same level of responsibility, but they are just like, oh my God, how did you do this? Or you know, how did you conceive? And Right. So it's just yeah. like they're, they're trying to process like, well, wait, okay, it doesn't add up. And so they might not even consider that asking about fertility treatment yeah. might be invasive. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, so, you know, if somebody does ask you, oh, well, did you do fertility or do IVF? I mean, you know, how do you respond yeah, to that? What do you say? Well, you know, obviously, if, if you're the type of person who really feels like I'm just going to sort of let it all hang out, you, you're certainly likely to, to, to actually say we did fertility or we did not. But if you're not comfortable, I mean, I certainly, you know, kind of did it a joking way, you know, like we actually, you know, we did it the old fashioned way. <laughs> uh, there was really no... No fertility treatments involved, or you know, are you asking me for a referral? <laughs> I like that. Why do you need a referral? <laughs> they don't realize what has come out of their mouth, so you can kind of just try and give them a little zinger. It really obviously depends on the personality, I, I you know, the of the questioner, because I really felt like people with some of the most intrusive questions about methods of conception were often just complete strangers, uh. and so. You know, the the moms that I talked to for the book or, you know, my own personal experience is really like just deflect or ignore mm-hmm. because these are people who are often extremely persistent mm. and they don't deserve any of your information. You know, it's not like you need to engage in a relationship with them. So mm-hmm. sometimes the dirty stare is <laughs> insufficient and other times it's the... You know, I'm not going to ask you about how you conceived your children, so please don't ask me how I conceived mine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it really runs the range from I'm going to laugh it off to something that is really like back off person. Mm -hmm. I am not interested. Mm Mm-hmm. So de- deflect or ignore. So that's probably mm-hmm. so. Or or if you have a snappy comeback, then just, you know, throw it at them. <laughs> I like humor. Yeah, I think I like humor is a good way to kind of – because you don't want them – I mean, I, some people won't care. But for me personally, like, I don't want people to think I'm this mean twin mama. You know what I mean? I know or, or jaded or something. But, you know, you do get to right. a point where you would hear it so much that you you need kind of your own – you need some you need some stuff in your arsenal, you know, to be able to <laughs> – to, you know, be able to answer these questions. And for me, I think saying something, you know, kind of cutesy, Dagmar, like you were saying, like, yeah, we did it the old fashioned.
fucking way, you know, or something like that is easier because, you know, you can just kind of laugh it off and maybe start to walk away and hopefully they don't ask any more questions. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just leave it yeah, at that. And, and, I, and I sometimes feel like even a, a, a very sort of cutesy, like funny remark that is, you know, at its core, you know, kind of a little bit of a dig back. Yeah. Um, sort of puts people and stops them in their tracks, you know, mm-hmm. because they don't really quite know how to respond if you're just, you know, like making them see the ridiculousness of their comment. Right. Yeah. So I feel like humor is a really good way to deflate um, the situation and kind of put it back on the, the person who's asking the questions because then they don't really know what the follow-up is. Like, oh, okay. It's yeah. kind of the general response. And I do feel like if you were, if you figure out your strategy early on, in your pregnancy, you're gonna you're gonna get questions often and early. So you you're gonna have uh, a period of time where you're gonna have like your whole set of questions that you can kind of <laughs> anticipate. You develop um, answers to them, and then you are gonna these are like the things in your back pocket that you're gonna be referring to again and again and again. Yeah, I know. I think I remember uh, reading in your book. I mean, you said, you know, when people ask, well, do twins run in your family? And, you know, when it was, well, hey, they do now. Uh, yeah. Right. So you're not really answering the question. It's just, yeah, obvious. I still actually say that eight years after the fact. I mean, people still ask me that. And, you know, I understand more so now. I feel like um, women who are who are pregnant, whether it's with multiples or with singletons, are like in crazy hormone land sometimes and everything <laughs> seems offensive. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I know I certainly felt that way. Um, and it becomes uh, become a little bit more clear-headed after the fact. But you still get the same series of questions, except you're able to kind of, like, distance yourself from them. And, you know, I get people asking me all the time, like, do they run in your family? Well, no. And then I still get the same series of, you know, well, did you use fertility treatments or... Or, you know, how you like having twins or, you know, do they get along? Like, I, I know that they're based in, um, in often in sort of genuine curiosity, but I, I still try and deflect it. I think deflection is a really, really good strategy for the, for the um, uh, pregnant mom, um, you know, the, the twin mom, because there's really very little you can do to control other people's um, comments. So, you know, you kind of have to have your like, here's my boundary and I'm not really going to engage with you in this way. And sometimes that works very well with humor Mm -hmm. and other times it works very well with just kind of like backing off and being like, okay, let's change the topic. Yeah. So, I mean, so it sounds like really early on in the pregnancy, you just, you have to figure out, okay, what am I comfortable with, um, you know, talking about, and here's what I can kind of anticipate. And then also to think about, um, you know, once the twins are born, what kinds of questions will um, come up. So when we come back, we'll take a look at how to handle questions once your twins are born, especially when they are the ones that are being asked these questions. Well, welcome back. Today we're talking about dealing with annoying questions about your twins with Dagmara Scalise. You know, we've we've been talking about um, some of the questions when you're pregnant with twins that you that you hear from the strangers in dealing with strangers and you know their curiosity or their their need to know. Do you think it's our place to educate the strangers who ask those invasive questions? Or I, I think it really depends on the person who's doing um, the asking. Right, oftentimes. People are asking from a genuine place of curiosity, and you may, as um, as a parent or a parent to be, um, be 
comfortable with kind of launching into this kind of factual educational mode. Mm -hmm. And at other times, you may feel like, please don't bother me. I've got way too much to be (laughs) be thinking about. So there are definitely times and places for both strategies. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely feel like it is a positive thing to educate people about your experience if they feel, if you feel like, this is something that they genuinely want to know about. So I definitely have had discussions, as have had, um, as have um, people I, I've known who have twins, people I interviewed for the book who have twins. Uh, you know, I feel like um, there's definitely a place to, to talk to people and educate them about things like, you know, what having twins is like, um, even truly, truly, you know, the, the sort of fertility issues around them. Um, so, so there's a place for that. But oftentimes, I really feel like deflection and humor are really kind of the way to go. Because, frankly, there's more to life than sort of being identified as the parent of, you know, either singleton or twins or, or you know, larger sets of multiples. So when the conversation is really all about your babies, um, or your belly, right. it just feels like, you know, it's sort of like, this is one component of your life. And, you know, right. we don't want to be a probably the biggest component of your life, but it's still one component. So it's kind of like joking about it is probably the, the, the stress reliever that, that works best for a lot of people. You know, because I'm kind of in the boat now where I do naturally have questions about twins. And, and obviously today's format's different because this is a twin show and I, you know, can ask whatever questions. But if I just came up upon, you know, a, a, a family of twins, you know, mom and dad or just the mom with her twins, you know, do you, do you think comments now, I, I think people that are pregnant with twins have a different perspective on it. And I think we know boundaries better than the average person. But when, when when, when just general questions are asked, like how, how would you approach that? Because I still have questions and I, I don't, but I don't want to be that annoying person, be, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I know I'm going to be in that position someday. And, but, but I still have questions. So would you recommend, you know, I, I mean, I guess I'm asking both of you ladies, like if you were out in public and someone came up to you and said, you know, started asking some questions that I'm only asking because I'm pregnant with twins, mm-hmm. you know, does that soften the blow, so to speak, um, or, you know, I mean, does that help? Do you guys feel more compelled to answer questions for someone that you know is coming from a different, in, 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 in a, a different place, I guess? Yeah, you know, now I have to say for me, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I now when I'm um, out and about and I, and I see twins, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm a part of a local twins chapter. And um, so often I just want to, you know, say, hey, you know, if you need <laughs> resources, yeah, you know, I'll give them a little <laughs> card or something. And I think, you know, the first time when I'm like, oh, here's a card, you know, they're looking at me strange. And I, when I, as soon as I say, oh, yeah, you know, I've got identical girls, yeah. then it's like, okay, the defense walls yeah, come it comes down, down a little bit. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay, right. yeah, it's okay. I don't have to, you know, it's like, I don't have to explain myself. And, you know, everyone feels comfortable. We're on the same page. So I, yeah, there's definitely a comfort level in knowing that, okay, I don't have to, you know, be scientific and, you know, y- you get it. You, you know yeah. what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> You've been down this path right. before. Yeah. What do you think, Dagmara? No, I think, Christine, it's absolutely right. I mean, I think it is like when you realize that the person who's asking the questions is asking them from a, a genuine uh, sense of, like, wanting information or concern, particularly if they're um, they're also expecting twins, it's like, oh, you're one of us. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're in love. 
<laughs> you know, I get it. I know why you're asking me these questions, so I'm going to tell you, like, the real deal and right. all the details. Right. You can, at that point, frankly, if somebody who had um, twins or was expecting twins asked me questions that were, like, deeply personal, let's say about breastfeeding, for example, I would have no problem launching into a discussion. And I think that really is the case. That's what, that's why women join, you know, twins club yeah. for that support factor. So I think when you encounter questioners who are like looking for information, like, oh, wow, you know, where'd you get that stroller? Like, oh, how much was it? You know, things that you might typically think like, okay, you don't really need to be asking me this information. All of a sudden you find yourself giving it up because you realize that it is helpful to the to the person who's asking these questions. And it truly, a lot of times it feels, um, you feel grateful that you're able to impart some hard-won um, experience and wisdom, even if it's just like, you know, a small bit of wisdom to, to somebody else because you, you are so grateful to other people who have shared information with you before you got there. So when you're an expectant twin mom and you find somebody, you know, who's open to giving you information, you feel so incredibly grateful. It's like a sense of like a pass it on. So yes, if someone's asking you questions and you realize that it's from a, from a place of wanting to know um, genuine information, especially if they're another expectant parent of twins, you give it up. Um, and it's great. You feel good about it. Oh, definitely. Yes. I know there's, and there's a lot of great resources and of course here on our show as well. So, but um, the personal, I mean, one-to-one, you, you can get so much stuff, especially, you know, if you're looking for local resources. Oh, yeah. Now it's interesting. I think when they're babies and then we've got those sort of comments, you can kind of, you know, come back and have those replies. Now I know my girls are almost four and they're becoming a lot more aware of these kinds of comments. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed when we're out in the sort of the, you know, the, warehouse stores and people come up and they approach them directly and they're talking to my girls and they say well how old are you and who's the oldest and this and um you know I kind of there's part of me where I feel like I need to sort of protect them or or you know get them engaged so that they can be better prepared for these types of of comments um what's been your approach you know I feel like it's really important to own who you are if you are a twin, and I've always told this to my kids, if you are a twin, that's part of your identity, but it's not the entirety of your identity. If somebody asks you about it, you don't have to answer them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had my kids say, my mom tells me not to talk to strangers. Wow. And then in other instances, you know, my kids have been, you know, very excited to kind of establish their twinship and say, I'm older, he's younger. But I know I could see that they're incredibly tired of answering that same question. It's like, um, after some point in time, it's like they ignore the, the, the implications, they ignore the question and just kind of say, yeah, okay, whatever. (laughs) So maybe, you know, as your girls get older, you'll start to notice that more, that it just is something that they themselves, um, uh, deflect and, and ignore. Um, but when, um, I was, teaching my kids, and I know that friends of mine who have twins, you know, they they definitely have either the, you know, I don't want to talk about it response to, you know, the polite, you know, I'm a good girl, or I'm a good boy, and I'm going to answer your question, and mm. I'm going to walk away, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's short, sweet, polite, and then be done with it. Mm-hmm. 
And I guess maybe we could even sort of arm them with some funny comebacks if, you know, if someone says, well, you know, who's the oldest? And maybe you say, you know, okay, she is, and they can point uh, to each other or, or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think, I mean, I think I just want my girls to be comfortable and I guess whatever it is that they, they want to say um, so that they're not, um, you know, feeling like they're being accosted by strangers. Yeah. Right. I think sometimes it's very safe to have this like identity of being a twin because, you know, it's just, it's just kind of like a label to some degree, but in other, you know, in other cases it can be very limiting. Like I'm not only a twin. So uh, I think arming them with some, some good responses, whether it's anything like, you know, thanks for asking I'm older or, you know, I'm younger or, you know, we're twins, but we don't want to talk about it. You know, anything um, that is kind of uh, a preset is, is very helpful to, to kids because then they know that they should anticipate these questions and they have a response and it doesn't need to be a prolonged conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely, yeah. So I think, Sunny, you're going to have <laughs> your hands full <laughs> figuring out what that is. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, and, and I have a question, too. You know, when, when, you know, we obviously know this can start in pregnancy. I actually haven't gotten very many comments yet. Um, it, it looks like I'm full term and I'm, I'm about six months right now. So um, people, I think people just think I'm about ready to pop and they you may have seen it before. So I'm not quite the spectacle yet. Um, but we know it can start in pregnancy. But I'm just curious, Dagmara um, and, and Christine, too, like, have have you have you noticed a drop like does it drop off ever or, or do the comments stop at some I mean they have to stop at some point but when, where where is that line you know well I can't speak for Christine but I think um, it really varies if you are an identical twin versus a fraternal twin I do feel like the questions around twinship do um, do tail off for fraternal twins once they're like, past, you know, let's say six or seven. It really depends on if they're sort of together, they look like they're similar in age and height, people will still continue to ask them. Um, but once they, you know, once they're like six, seven, eight, you know, they, they tend to, you know, have different interests. They're not necessarily standing side by side each other. So people don't necessarily immediately think, oh, twins. Mm-hmm. Whereas for identical twins, it's an entirely different story. I mean, it's going to go on you know, indefinitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, I have to say, I think, um, especially, well, for the boy girl twins, I have friends who have them. And even at probably four or five, I mean, they, they, people might recognize that they're siblings, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I think for identicals, um, certainly, and I, I admit, I do dress my girls alike. So, (laughs) so that probably (laughs) adds to it a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So I think it's probably, well, well, I dress my boy and girl alike too. So, well, and, and all the, the, the baby clothes that I I've bought so far we're dressing them alike so I guess we're all in the same club there <laughs> definitely okay well you know I just want to say thanks so much Dagmara for for joining us today and for more information about um, dealing with those annoying questions about your twins or for more information about any of our panelists visit the episode page on our website and this conversation continues for members of our twin talks club after the show Dagmara will tell us more about some embarrassing questions she's heard For more information about the Twin Talks Club, visit our website, TwinTalks.com. 
And we've got a question from one of our listeners uh, who called into our voicemail. It's Allison from Massachusetts. And she says, you know, I'm carrying twins and I was told that there's a higher risk of gestational diabetes compared to singletons. Is this true? And is there anything that I can do to prevent it? Allison, my name is Sean Donishman. I'm a perinatologist at the San Diego Perinatal Center. Um, excellent question. Yes, uh, with twin gestations, we we think it's because of the increased uh, hormones, but you are at an increased risk of developing gestational diabetes. If uh, you have any family history of it, for example, if mom had diabetes or let's say you had a, a very large baby that you delivered previously, you want to get screened much earlier. If your body mass index is more than 30, you want to get screened earlier in the pregnancy. How you avoid it is your preconception body weight is within normal limits. That certainly reduces the chance of this. Uh, Again, eat very healthy. So I tell patients, you know, more fruits and vegetables, obviously, a lot more vegetables. You know, I tell patients, you know, limit your animal-based protein during pregnancy. Uh, (laughs) I may be saying things that nutritionists may not like. But again, it's targeting inflammation. We always talk about Inflammation is the key factor. So anything that's uh, potentially more inflammatory, avoid. The more basic foods you consume, the better it is, the healthier it is, because your body pH is 7.36. Your body cells reside in a more alkaline environment. So alkaline types foods are fruits, vegetables, beans, grains, those things. So the best way to avoid it, again, I'm going to go back to the question is, before you get pregnant, but during pregnancy, really watch what you're eating. Make sure you're exercising. Exercise is very important during pregnancy. You know, we don't talk about it as much, but again, uh, at least 30 minutes of some sort of an aerobic activity. If your physician or your uh, care provider doesn't see any other contraindications uh, for, to exercise, definitely do that. And those all will help reduce the risk of developing gestational diabetes. So that wraps up our show for today, and we appreciate you listening to Twin Talks. Join in on the discussion by posting your comments on the Twin Talks Facebook page, or you can call our voicemail at 619-866-4775. And don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed Their Babies, and Parent Savers. It's an online support group for our new parents. This is Twin Talks Parenting Times 2. This has been a new Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.